name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm in New England. Hey, everybody. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I am in sunny and finally warm again, Redondo Beach, California. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, and today I want to tell you about a story that I think happened in 2012. But mm. before I jump in, I wanted to share kind of what we're talking about today. Today okay. we're going to talk about finding your epicenter of creativity. Oh, okay, that's good. You know, like finding things that just inspire the heck out of you. Mm, mm. So as you know, because you and I talk literally every single day, and how, and as some of our listeners may know, I travel a lot to Cannes, France. Yeah. You know, because I go to the Cannes Film Festival every May, and then I used to go to the two television festivals, MIPCOM and MIPTV, in October and April, respectively. Okay. So, so I've been in that part of the world over 30 times. Wow, okay. A lot. Yeah. A whole lot. Yeah. So... Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a huge, huge Beatles fan, right? Yep. And not just because I'm friends with Julian Lennon and not just because I distributed Julian Lennon's movie. I was a Beatles fan since literally since I was a kid, since I was in diapers. Yeah. I mean, I loved the Beatles my entire life, right? Yeah. So one day I'm hanging out in France and I think I was with Wonderful. You know, oh, Phil no. Gorn. Yeah, I love Wonder Phil. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. So, and he goes, dude, you love the Beatles so much. Have you ever been to Liverpool? And I'm like, man, I haven't. I have not gone to Liverpool. Mm. And come to think of it, we weren't in Cannes. We were somewhere. We were at. We're probably in Hong Kong. Something. Okay, at the other fest, one of the other festivals. At the other festival, yeah. I think we're actually in Hong Kong having an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you ever gone to? So Liverpool, and I said, I have not. And he goes, why don't you? So as we left, I thought to myself, Wander Phil is right. Why don't I? Right? Yeah. And at the time, I was writing Going Bionic for Film Threat, you know, okay. my weekly column for yep. Film Threat. Yeah. So I thought I could just, you know, go online and find the Beatles Hotel, a Beatles-themed hotel in Liverpool, try to stay there and just go for the weekend before I go to Cannes. Yeah. Or I could do something more fun. I could do the exact same thing, but contact them as a person in the press. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And write a going bionic article about my weekend. Nice. Okay. So that's what I did. That's cool. Dude, it was the coolest thing because what I did is I contacted, and I want to give them props because it's a great hotel, but I contacted the Hard Day's Night Hotel, mm. which is just a gorgeous, gorgeous hotel, right? Yeah. And it's like an official Beatles hotel. Okay. And then when I contacted them, they said, okay, tell us about your column, how many people read it, how many hits do you guys get? And I had to send them all this information. Yeah. And I thought I'd be completely blown off, right? Because yeah. I'm not I wasn't like a New York Times writer. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And two weeks later I get an email from the Hard Days Night Hotel and they say we've given you our media rate, which is like an eighty percent discount. Oh my goodness, wow. <laughs> right. And I'm like, really? It was like a three hundred pound a night room for like sixty pounds. <laughs> 
is incredible. I had to get there, but it's not near London, right? So I remember what I wound up doing is I flew into Manchester, England, instead okay. of going to London or Cannes directly. Yeah, I mean, I'm geographically challenged, but I think Liverpool is more southern England, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I'm yeah. geographically challenged too. But all I remember <laughs> is I flew into Manchester, England, and then I took a train to Liverpool. Okay, okay, that sounds about right. It, it, yeah, and it was like an hour, hour 15 train ride. Okay. And, dude, I was giddy. It was almost like the Beatles were on the train with me. I, I was you. so happy, right? Yeah. And then I'm calling Shahina from the train. I'm like, I'm 25 minutes away. And she's like, how much money are you spending on this call? Just go enjoy yourself. Go have fun, right? Yeah. And I think Lena and Zoe were like a year old. They're like little, little babies, right? Yeah. Because I remember buying them all these Beatles baby stuff that they could care less about the Beatles, right? That's They were like a year old. Right, you get them like right? Beatles onesies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I did. I got them Beatles onesies that they threw up on, and I got them like, you know, a Beatles pen that they broke the first day. Yeah, that They got yeah. it. So anyway, I get to the hotel. It's a gorgeous place. It really, really is. And I check in, and they treat me really, really damn well. Now, I think they treat everybody really well, but they treated me really well because they knew I was writing an article about their hotel. Yeah. And so they gave me this. They, they go, you're going to be in a George Harrison-themed room, which is awesome. There's all this artwork on the walls, Beatles artwork, some George Harrison stuff. It was just really, really fun. Right? Yeah. Next day, they called me, and they go, Mr. Zadie, are you busy today? And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm here to do the Beatles stuff. And they're like, we've hooked you up with something. And, man, they got me a um, a whole Beatles tour. No kidding. In, in like, a black, you know those black cabs? And yeah. The, you see on TV those br- black British cabs? Yeah, right? yeah. They got me a private Beatles tour, man, which is really, really cool, man. I would have loved to go on a tour bus with a bunch of people but having a private tour was awesome yeah i can imagine <laughs> it was so fun and the, the cool thing is and and i'm sure my apologies to the hard day's night hotel and to the beatles tour people i'm sure i'm going to forget a couple of things but you know we went to penny lane we went to strawberry fields mm. we went to you know um all, all these museums we went to the Eleanor Rigby tombstone, like all these Beatles things. Yeah. And it just made me think what you and I talk about on these podcasts. You got to do things like that. You got to do things like that to just make you inspired. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. You really have to, don't you think? Oh, no, absolutely. I, you know, I, you know I've always, you've put me on the spot and stuff before. I would have to say, for me, a place like that, I would have to go to Israel someday. Like, go right to Jerusalem yeah. and, and take an awesome tour. Yeah. I mean, you, I would love to see Jerusalem, too. If you ever want to go, call me. I'll go with you. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, it's like when you feel giddy inside and you have butterflies and you're like, oh, my God, I'm on Penny Lane. Or, or I'm, you know, I'm in Strawberry Fields walking through them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's so fun. And... Then that night, the hotel is right next to the Cavern Club. Do you know where the ca- what the Cavern Club is? I don't. It's where the Beatles were discovered. Okay, okay. Right? And so the hotel is built right next to the original Cavern Club. Okay, that's cool. 
So I went down to the Cavern Club that night, checked it out, just had a blast, and then saw a Beatles cover band. I was, I was going to say, tell me there is a Beatles cover band playing there, because that would just be wrong if there wasn't. <laughs> okay, not only was there a Beatles cover band playing there, but it was such a kick-ass band, because it was a two-hour show, mm. and unlike any other band I can ever think of, and I'm sure you can maybe come up with some exceptions. Yeah. But I can't think of another band that went through that many style changes in a seven-year period. Mm, mm. I mean, the early Beatles were clean-cut, right? Yeah. They went from clean-cut Beatles to Sgt. Pepper, long-hair Beatles to, like, peace-loving, right? Yeah, World-changing Beatles, yeah. all in seven years. Yeah. So the band did the same. That's cool. The, the first part of the set, they're in these wigs with really short haircuts. <laughs> and then they'd put on their Sgt. Pepper stuff. And it was just amazing, man. That's cool. You know? Yeah. And and my only regret is that, you know, I, was, I wasn't with anyone. Like, Shahina didn't come with me. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it all by yourself. I was doing it all by myself. But Shahina always tells me, she goes, you know, if I were there with you, you wouldn't have as much fun because I'm not that big of a Beatles fan. <laughs> So, like, you would have been singing at the top of your lungs, like, with a cover band, and you'd see me roll my eyes, and you'd be upset. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's one that I just got to enjoy on my own. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you know? So and you know the were, funniest were part you... about it? I wasn't there, like, a week. I was there for three days before I went to Cannes. Oh, that's funny. I was just about to ask you, were you there for the weekend? Like, how long were you there? Yeah, because normally I get to Cannes on a Monday or a Tuesday. Yeah. So I was in Liverpool Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, okay. Right? Like just the weekend before. Yeah. And so the second day, man, I'm just having so much fun. And then I'm checking my email on my iPhone, and guess what I have? I don't know. I have an email from Julian Lennon. <laughs> which, I mean, I know him, so, I mean, and he don't, we don't talk a lot, just a couple times a year. Yeah. But... I'm looking at this email from Julian, and the email is, Hey, Hamad, are you coming to my function in Monte Carlo? Because he invited me to a function for his foundation, for the White Feather Foundation, oh, which yeah. is an awesome foundation. And he was doing it with, I think, Prince Rainier or, or, or the Prince of Monte Carlo. Okay. And Julian invited me, right? Yeah. So he was... Send me this email saying, are you going to come to this uh, function? And I emailed him back. I said, no, dude, thank you so much for the invite. But I'm actually about to go see your dad's childhood home. I'm in Liverpool. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then I got an email back and it was like, ha, 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 ha. You should be here. Have fun. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, man, it was just I was on cloud nine. I was elated. That whole three-day trip in, in Liverpool, everything about it, not just the fact that I'm a big Beatles fan, but, you know, they tell you the whole history of, like, the struggles they went through. Yeah. What their childhood was, like you would with any band. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, how they got formed, how certain things happened. And then, you know, there's this awesome Beatles museum right on the dock, you know, in, in Liverpool, right on the water. Mm. 
And, you know, I'm deaf for those who actually listen to these podcasts off of limpingoncloud9.com. I'll put up pictures from that trip. Okay, that's cool. I mean, man, I, this is the only way I can describe it. It was right up there. It's not up there with the yeah. birth of Lena and Zoe. Yeah. But, dude, it's close. Yeah. It, it's really, really close. I mean, Lena and Zoe's birth and my marriage are above it. Yeah. But I'd put it on par with any Super Bowl I've ever attended. Mm, mm. I'd put it on par with Game 7 of the 2010 Finals that me and Shahino were at where the Lakers beat the Celtics in the last 10 seconds of the Ooh. game. I'd put it on par with that, <laughs> right? It was pretty fun. It was fun. So let me ask you before we wrap up, mm. um, what's stopping you from going to uh, – Israel someday. We should do it, or you yeah. should do it. Well, I mean, technically, right now I'm cash flow, but I mean, once that's not a problem, I mean, nothing would stop me. I, w- I would definitely make it make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, I think we should start a go send me to Israel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. So, listen, my point of the whole podcast today is just. Everybody out there that's listening to this is thinking, okay, this guy lived a magical life. Uh, Not everybody has that life. Um, But you know what? That's all BS. That's just you stopping yourself from doing what you want. Right. There's always a way. There's always a way. Definitely. Right? Yeah. I mean, you might – there's always a way. You might have to like backpack. If somebody said, I want to backpack across Europe, why not just do it? Yeah. There's hostels everywhere. Just exactly. Go. Yeah. No, exactly. You know, so it's funny that I'm recording all this and putting this all into the universe, because when my kids are older, when they come to me and say, hey, we want to backtrack across Europe for like two months. But I'm like, no, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ten years ago, 12 years ago, we listened to your podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd always talk about just going for it. Now yep. we're going to go for it. Exactly. <laughs> So on that note, I just wanted to let everyone know that just go out there, capture exactly what you want to capture. And I'll say what somebody years ago told me. This is how I'll end this. You should always shoot for the moon because even if you miss, at least you'll be amongst the stars. Mm, Yeah. And on that note, that's my story for today. Yeah, so if you guys want to listen to us, you can find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play, every other podcast catcher under the sun. And uh, don't forget to check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. And you can submit uh, scripts uh, for the script writing contest. You can submit, you know, to enter into the the festival itself, LonelySealFilmFestival.com. Yep, and if you want to reach out to us, info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9.com, and it's the number nine. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We will talk to you next episode. See ya.